You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. Business Blab with Megan. It's time to take off our mom hats and let our entrepreneurial side show. So grab a notebook and give yourself a bossy timeout. Spring has sprung, and our homes aren't the only places that need some tidying up this time of year. This is around the time of year where the excitement of our big New Year's resolution goals are starting to wear off, and some of our ideas may have some cobwebs hanging around that could use a little dusting. Clutter might be piling up here and there, and we might be feeling like we could use a little pep in our step and a little tweak to our systems to help pull us and our businesses out of the winter rut. Don't worry, I've got you. I created a free Spring Clean Your Business Challenge that will get your business from a digital disaster to so fresh and so clean in just six days. Even better, each task will only take you about an hour to complete. The challenge is self-paced and runs the entire month of April, so snag your spot at the link in the show notes and get ready to do some serious spring cleaning. Sometimes all we need is a little accountability and support, and this six-day challenge was created centered around both of those things. Joining the challenge gets you into a private Facebook group with the other members of the challenge to share your wins, ask your questions, and make some new connections. At the end of the month, all attendees are invited to a Zoom party to meet face-to-face, celebrate our successes, and a chance for you to ask me all of your business questions, not just about spring cleaning, about business in general. So what are you waiting for? It's time to make your business sparkle. Join the free six-day Spring Clean Your Business Challenge at the link here in the show notes. Welcome back to Business Blab. So if you've been listening this month, you know that we are focusing on cleaning up our businesses, or as I like to call it, spring cleaning your business. And if you haven't yet, make sure that you check out my Spring Clean Your Business free six-day challenge to really take it to the next level. This is the last week to join the challenge, and you do not want to miss this challenge. It is six days of very streamlined tasks that will take you less than an hour sent to your inbox every day to get your business from a a digital disaster to so fresh and so clean. You also get added accountability and support and a giant party at the end where we get to celebrate our wins and pick my brain about all things business, not just cleaning things up. So head to the link here in the show notes. Make sure you check out this challenge. Again, this is the last week for the challenge, so you don't want to miss it. Okay, so one of the biggest things that's helped me personally clean up my business is getting some solid SOPs in place. And if you listened to last Thursday's full-length episode with our guest Taryn from the Social Lifestyle Co., she is a systems queen. She's the expert of systems, and she talks a bit in that episode about SOPs, what they are, and why they're so important, but we're going to dive into it a little bit more today. So in that episode, you've heard us talk about it. You may have heard me talk about these before, but you might still be wondering what the heck even is an SOP. Don't worry, I'm about to break it down for you. So SOPs stand for Standard Operating Procedures. So this is basically creating and sometimes really just writing down anything that you do in your business on a regular basis. Anything that you do basically on repeat, right? Common processes and procedures that are happening in your business. Your SOP breaks down each step 
expectation, and outcome of your everyday business tasks. So you might be wondering, why do you need these? Because the more plans you have laid out in your business, the easier it is to make sure that you don't miss a step. SOPs lead to ultimate organization. So here's how to create SOPs for your business today. You want to start with reviewing your business operations because guess what? You likely already have SOPs in place and you might not even realize it yet. So think about the things you do in your business like creating content, sending out a freebie, onboarding a new client, creating a new offer, right? Start thinking of these common tasks that you do in your business. And you have a task list you follow for each of these things. You already do this in your head. The key is to get it down on paper or digitally so that you can stay consistent and never ever miss a step. And bonus, when and if you need to outsource or hire a team member, you'll have everything mapped out and ready to go. Super simple, right there for you. Now, in last week's episode, Taryn shared some really good tips on how to get your SOPs ready to bring on a teammate. So make sure you go and listen to that episode to check it out. Next is the process. Once you establish your standard business operations, it's time to get detailed. You want to pick your own brain and write down a very, and I mean very, very detailed list of every single step of the process that it takes you to get to the end of that task. And as you're doing this, remember that there's no task that's too small when you're breaking this down. So try not to clump things together. The more of a breakdown you have, the better SOP that you are going to create. A lot of times tasks seem so tiny in our heads that we just don't even feel the need to write them down, but you want to do every single little step in the process laid out. So for example, someone just signed up for your freebie or your opt-in, what happens next? Or you just got a DM from a new lead on Instagram, what happens next? Maybe you're launching a new offer or a new product, what happens next? You need to post on social media, what happens next? Right, it's that simple, thinking of these things that you do and listing out every single step. Then you wanna think about where you're going to store your SOP. You want to house your SOPs in a digital space that's easy to access. Now remember, the point of this is to make your life easier, so as much as I love a notebook and I am a pen to paper girl at heart, a notebook's just not going to cut it because you don't wanna have to rifle through your notebooks or a file on your desktop or whatever to have to dig through and find your SOPs, that isn't going to serve you. I like to keep mine in Trello in the form of an actual checklist. And Trello has been an amazing system to help me organize my business. I could talk about this in another episode, but this is where I house everything for my business, including all of my SOPs. And this way, when I'm doing the process, I can physically check off items as I go to ensure that no steps are ever missed. Now, I've got pregnancy brain like crazy right now. You know, we get overwhelmed as moms and business women. Sometimes steps just get missed along the way, and this ensures that that doesn't happen. And again, when you might need to hire or outsource, it's all right there, easy to access. So that's really all there is to it. Now, I confessed in that episode with Taryn how SOPs 
really overwhelmed me at first. Like I was making them into something so much bigger than they really were. And I was having a hard time breaking through to actually creating these SOPs. And when I really looked at it, as simple as it is, I was able to create these SOPs that have changed the entire way that I run my business. So this simple step is going to help you keep your business nice and tidy so that you can spend time focusing on being a boss. So I wanted to just give you a few examples of some SOPs that you might want to start creating for your business. And then, of course, you know, take this list and run with it and see what would really be helpful for you and your business. Okay. So social media, like what it takes from start to finish of creating a post or engaging with a lead or creating stories or creating content, right? Anything that you do on social media. If you have a podcast, what can your SOPs be for your podcast? Everything from creating episodes to finding guests to being a guest on other podcasts to marketing your podcast, like everything that goes into it. If you have a blog, If you do a weekly email, when you get an Instagram lead, which we kind of talked about with the social media, when you get a new client in general, how does that work? What does that journey look like? How can you make that SOP really, really solid so that your new client has the best experience with you possible from start to finish? What about your current clients? What are your SOPs for your current clients? What if you're launching a new product? What if you're working on building your community? Right, These are all kind of general things that you can start looking at. And again, like I said, take this list and run with it and start breaking down these SOPs for your business. They don't have to be perfect. They just need to be there. And they can evolve and change over time like everything else with our businesses. So the SOP opportunities are endless. I want to know if you have SOPs for your business. How have they helped? Is this something that seems way bigger than it is to you and is holding you back? Let me know at megan at bossladiesandbabies.com. And until next time, stay bossy. Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback. Make sure you follow us on social at Boss Ladies and Babies. Join the conversation in our private Facebook group and check out everything we have to offer like community, coaching, merch, and more at bossladiesandbabies.com. And until next time, stay bossy.